taking care of some stuff I haven't been able to do, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I already know when, when you can get that time in because your schedule will be so tight. When you can get that personal time in, I already know, man. Whenever you can get that personal time in, it's, it's you loving it, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so, sometimes it's intense to do nothing. You just want to yeah. sit there and, and, and just veg out, you know what I mean? Man, do, you know, people don't really realize that, man. Like, they, they, they only see the after effects of everything, see you on TV, see all the amazing things that you're doing, and never really, you know, kind of see the behind-the-scenes things, man, that all the things that you go through with trying to squeeze in some personal time to get some things done you know what i mean definitely and if especially when things start to go well for you you know the victories look like it's just a the, an ocean of, of wins but in reality you know you have a you can have a year filled with with l's and then you had that one or two victory and it, and the, the general population just thinks you stay winning you know what I mean? And the amount of auditions an actor will have um, in a year to book a couple of jobs is disproportionately high. Yeah, man, I, I definitely agree with you on that. It it gets crazy, you know. Like you say, sometimes you know that that one you can have a whole year of, of losses, like you say, and then that one one break come through and just change the spectrum on everything. Hundred percent. Now. Um, I want to go back, man, and, and, and give the listeners a little bit little bit of history on it. We're going to go back. Let's take it back. Um, now, you grew up in Toronto. That's where you're originally from? That's right, yeah. So my family's from Trinidad and Tobago in the Caribbean. And I moved to, uh, moved to Toronto. Some of them. There's still a lot in Trinidad. A lot moved to New York. Um, but my mom and my grandparents that ever moved to Toronto. I grew up in Toronto. Wow, man. What what's it like? I, I've never been to um, Toronto. What is it like growing up over there? Ah, oh, man, it's, it's 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 really awesome because you have a really big city that is really diverse. So growing up in a place like Toronto or even one of the surrounding like neighboring cities is a great lesson in diversity. You, know, you have a huge population of West Indians. You have huge population of Italian and Greek and Asian. So depending on where you grew up, you really, you know, you have a super multicultural class or, you know, all through elementary and high school, which a lot of people in the world will never have. You know, you, you only go to school with people that look like you. Um, so that was one of the things that I really loved about Toronto is that, you know, a lot of my friends were Italian growing up, Filipino growing up. Um, and you have a taste of the world literally, you know, as a, in grade one, grade two. Right, right. And then, you know, you move forward and it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a sports city. So yeah, you had, you had all the various sports and it's fashion music. It's very fashion music forward. And so being in Toronto is, uh, was, was awesome for now. Man, that's crazy. Now, let me ask you this, being that we're on the topic, um, do you think that, that experiencing growing up in a multicultural city do you think that um and i'm going out there on this one right do you think it makes for better uh makes for better people growing up just your honest opinion on it i think it i think it i, I wouldn't say better people i would say more open-minded people got you, got you. Uh, because i because there's a lot of like 
There are a lot of not good people there too. You know what I mean? And they were exposed to the exact same variety of people, but they still have their closed mindedness or whatever maybe. So I think that it definitely allows for um, more openness in your thought, especially if you're growing up around it. Right, right. You know, if you're six years old, you go to school, and there's kids that are from every walk of life, then, you know, naturally you think that you're going to grow up thinking that, like, yeah, I can, you know, being friends with everybody that looks completely different from me is perfectly normal. <laughs> right, right, right. I, I, I you know, whereas a lot of people only, only grew up with people that look like them, and they might get to university or college or, or into the into the job force. And it's like, it's almost like culture shock to them. You almost can't blame them. You're like, oh, you, you never, you know, they're Caucasian and now they're working with a bunch of African-American people. They're like, it's it's really different for them. They were never exposed to that in their small town in Idaho. Right. You, you know, know what? what I mean? so you can't, you can almost not fault them for that. Right. I, I definitely agree with you on that because, um, you know, I had an opportunity to to move around a little bit, and I, I do think that having having that exposure and being able to be around um, different cultures, different races, I do I do think that it does give you a more open minded spectrum on life. Yeah, I I agree with you on that definitely. Yeah, I, I, I you know that's why I like to to travel to. Um, different places to be able to just to see how different people see how people live in you know what i mean because a, a lot of people don't really get that opportunity to be able to go and experience different cultures and be around different people because you know things are different in different places other than what you oh live yeah at. oh yeah like i love europe right so i try to get to europe once a year and i'll do one country for say seven days Right. And then I'll do one or two other countries for like three or four days, like a quicker trip, you know? Yeah. And even just within that continent, you know, from country to country it can be so different. Let alone, you know, North America compared to Europe or Europe compared to Africa, um, compared to the West Indies. Um, it's the people and the way of life are so different. And right. but, and a lot of people just don't even have and I'm always shocked when people don't even have the desire <laughs> to go see the rest of this beautiful world. I mean, you don't want oh. to go to Italy to eat some pasta in Italy, what? Right, right. But you know what it is too? A, a lot of people don't really have the financial means because it's and, not it's not cheap to I, travel there either. Yeah, it's, it is true. And I, I do the, I do this thing on my Instagram, you know, called Ask J Question Day Wednesday. I love that too, and man. I love that. They, uh, respect, thank you. And I, and, I, and I only brought that up to speak to what you just said, because a lot of times people won't do the things that they want to do, and they will blame it on finances. Yeah. And I'll say, cool, I, I can't speak to any, to any one particular person's you know, financial situation. However, a lot of people are getting Starbucks every day. You know what yeah. I mean? Or you're eating out once or twice a week, every week. Right. right. So... If you want, if you you can't say, oh, I really, really want to go to Paris, but I can't afford it when you're spending $4 a day at Starbucks right. and 100 bucks a week eating I, out. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that right there. You know, that that is that is true. And it's funny you say that because um, I had I had another um, guest on here the other day, K to Ace. Shout out to K to Ace too, man. Great, great guy. Great human being. And um, he was saying the same thing, man, about making excuses for certain things because you mm -hmm. it's a sacrifice 
And, mm-hmm. you know, if you go out and you, you know, you're buying the Jordans, um, you know, you investing in going out, having a good time, clubbing, um, whatever vices you might have or whatever you, you supplying those habits or whatever. So you're right about that. I agree with you, because if it's something that you mm-hmm. really want to do, you're going to you're going to take the necessary steps to invest in it, even if it takes a long time. You know, it, it may take yeah. some time or whatever, but you exactly. can set a goal. I get you on that. And I say that, say, listen, if, if, if say, you know, we will continue on, on just traveling, you know, you can get on a United flight right now. Like, I, I can look it up on my other phone, for, and you can get to anywhere in the States for 700 bucks, you get to, you get to Paris. So even just using the numbers that I just said, if, if you save 50 bucks a week, that's 200 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. It'll take you six months, five months to have your airline and your accommodation. And that's not that long. It's like, not. If we put that to perspective, this is the thing you want more than anything, see the Eiffel Tower. Man. And all it's going to take you is five months at saving 50 bucks a month. If you don't do that, you're cheating yourself. You're not allowed to say, oh, I really, really want to go, but I can't afford it. <laughs> right. Because like right. you said, you're still buying Jays. I see you in the club drinking Hennessy. That's not cheating. <laughs> right, right, stop right. Telling me, stop telling me you can't afford it. Exactly. You're just not prioritizing how you spend your money. Right, right, and it's it's just man, it's crazy we on this topic because, um, and I love it because, you know, and 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 it kind of goes with anything, man. It's like you know, people, people, they they, it's weird, man, because it's like how can you how can you you know you because social media is crazy right now, you know, and 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 like yeah. I say, it's a great uh, tool to use to promote your business promote your brand or promote yourself you know whatever you're doing mm-hmm. but i'm saying at the same time you can't be on there um trying promoting yourself with you know money phones and 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 you know personifying a certain type of lifestyle and then when it comes down yep. to you know you, you're trying to advance your brand or trying to advance your career to another level and then you you know of course you need resources in order to do that and then when you reach out to mm-hmm. these resources and then they like okay yeah yeah you know you're a great talent we definitely want to work with you um you know we uh, we have a lower tier fee that that hits and then you're like oh okay well i'm a, um i'm gonna get back with you on that or whatever that it, it, <laughs> it frightens you you know what i'm saying but, yeah. it's like, <laughs> but you was just on you, know, you just did a video with the money phone and it, <laughs> just, it don't add up man like you know what yeah I mean? exactly yeah, you have all these you have all these sack whips in the video. <laughs> You're wearing ten chains, money yeah. phones, and then and then someone goes, "All right, cool. Listen, this is what my my as a publicist, this is what I'm gonna charge you." And you're like, "Whoa, uh, that's kind of high." And, and yeah. I know, like, well, do you want to advance your brand or not? Right. Like, it, it costs money. You know? Yeah, so I feel you on that. Trust me. It's it's just <laughs> funny, man. I just I wanted to put that out there because I just wanted to see if you agree with that, which I knew you would. Because we were on yeah. the topic, man. Um, now, yeah. I thought that this was amazing too, man. You you've been performing since the age of two, and your idol just so happens to be my idol as well. I thought that that was really really dope, man. The great late um, Michael Jackson. That's right. That's right. Since two, man, we got to talk about that, man. Let's talk about that. So don't tell me, like, that, that, that moms didn't have you, like, um, performing in front of their friends and doing different stuff like that. Let, let's talk about it. All right. So, yeah, from from that age, you know, it, I, I I can't say that I remember the, the, 
first time I saw his saw him dance or, or heard his voice. But I know that at around four, it was like, people think I'm joking when I say this, but in order of love and pride, it went my grandma, my mom, Michael Jackson, then the rest of my blood family. <laughs> like, hey, look, I like feel if, you on that, If man. I had to choose, I feel you. <laughs> Yeah. You better have hope that I didn't have to choose between you, you and, Michael, and Michael Jackson I'm because sad, you're out of there. You I'm out of there. Mike. You know what I mean? Man, we got to clap it up for Michael Jackson again, man. Yep. I, I, I love him with all of my soul. Um, yep. It's crazy because I'm um, I'm cool with, with Danielle Fires and um, you are as well. And I had her, um, I had her on the show and man she gave some real real amazing stories about michael jackson man that was just unbelievable. I, when i first talked to her she had some unbelievable stories that just blew my mind i actually had her on the phone the first time we ever talked on the phone for two and a half hours just in awe man eyes big just listening to all of these personal stories that she had about michael jackson man it's just mind-blowing seriously i'm like mike Oh, do anything yeah. for that opportunity, man. Oh, a- anything. Yes. Anything, yes. anything. And it was really, it was, you know, so I, I grew up uh, impersonating him. I would get hired to do birthday parties, weddings, or community events. I would enter competitions. I won this one major one when Dangerous came out in 92, um, where I beat out, you know, basically everybody, um, well, not basically. I did. I won the competition. It was, it was a new one exactly. competition. You, you that, wiped that them out. Dangerous. You wiped them yeah. out. <laughs> we ain't go, we ain't go downplay it. You know. <laughs> and um, you know when Mike when Mike passed, that was a that was a really that was a really hard time. I would be in my car, and I, I remember this one time. It stuck out of my stood out of my mind, but I got a red light. And I'm listening to Mike, and this is probably a month or two after he passed. Right. And I'm sitting there listening to his voice, and, and tears are just like you know rolling down my face. Oh my god, man! And I look to the right, and there's a lady in her car beside me, and she her window's already down. So I don't know how long she's been looking at me. Right. And and she goes, "Are you, are you right?" And I said, "Uh." Nah, I I really, I really missed it. Yeah, and it was cool. I didn't even say who. Yeah, she could probably just hear the music. Can I turn the music down a little bit? You know, yeah. But she must have heard it a little bit, and she knew. She goes, "Yeah, me too." Wow. She was keep her head up. Yeah, it's like older lady. Man. And and I just kind of shot her like a little forced smile, and I rolled the window back up. And then, you know, the light was green at the point, so I drove off. Yeah. But that moment was two things for me. It was kindness from the stranger and a stranger randomly beside me that also, like, was feeling the loss, the genuine loss of us losing Michael Jackson. Man. I'm not, think about that. I'm not going to lie to you. Um you know, it, it really hit me a different type of way, too. And it, it actually took me a while um, to get over it because I don't know if you remember, like, but towards, towards, like, 
the end of um the end of everything like mike really went on i think he kind of got to a point to where he kind of had enough and yeah. remember he started to just man he was just speaking out at shows and just like because you got to understand man this man been doing this since he was a child a kid child, yep you know what i mean so it's like being in the business for that i don't even know what that even feels like to even be in the business for that many years yeah you know what i mean to not really have a childhood to not really experience what that's what what being normal is like that's a lot of pressure yeah, to never experience it exactly yeah. exactly to be, to be the best always it, ex- you, know, ex- you, like, you didn't have a choice a kid he didn't have a choice as a kid at eight years old he becomes the best and then at 10 and 13 he starts to get acne and he's and he's self-conscious about it but then i mean he's 18 there's a victory tour and there's 21 and he does thriller and then 20 like oh or God. off the wall and then 24 years thriller like think about that if we just stopped at 24 years old if you and went backwards and look what he accomplished oh my god man. it's it's, it's unfathomable the pressure it, I mean, it's mind-blowing exactly exactly so you know when when he was doing that honestly i really got an inner feeling you know just being on this earth as long as i've been here and you know loving the entertainment business loving music and watching so many different um entertainers who i loved a lot you know pass in the same mysterious way you know mm-hmm. what i mean it's like they it's like almost like they make it to the height of everything right and, mm-hmm. and then, you know to to the consumer you're like man wow they got everything man great life everything is just amazing man just i would love to just live that life and then it's like you hear something like something happens and then you like depressed like what do you mean like like nobody could never fathom like like the real you know of the entertainment business like it's an it's an amazing thing and and it's very necessary to you know have entertainers and entertain the world it's a big responsibility but at the same time it you're basically sacrificing your life for the world and you are in that business and in that profession so i definitely um salute you and have uh, a lot of respect because it is a sacrifice. It, it's, it's a major sacrifice because you're, you're giving up so much to entertain us. You know what I mean? Agreed. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And while we, you know, while we choose it, uh, in most cases, um, you do have a, you have a greater responsibility that, that most professions simply don't have right. because of the fact that the masses all over the world, even before social media, uh, feel a certain attachment and um, almost like a minute piece of ownership to you when they become a fan. Right, exactly. And you have to govern yourself knowing that. Otherwise, you know, you could say the wrong thing and, you know, you could create mayhem. Mm. Which means you got to always kind of be governing yourself Knowing that you have this audience that you're that are almost like in the palm of your hand, right? And you the pressure of that alone is enormous, right? I, I definitely agree with you on that. Would you say that um, with having, you know, social media, everything is so publicized now? You know what I mean? Like nobody mm-hmm. really has any privacy at all. <laughs> you know, especially being in the entertainment business and being a star and being in in the public eye 
all the time. But, you know, I want to ask you, you know, because it's a good thing and it's a bad thing, too. Um, Your perspective on having to always be so guarded, you know, basically like with everything, when you go out having to be so cautious and so careful with everything. Because, you know, I seen something this morning where um, and it kind of ties in with what I'm saying right now. I seen something where um, they had this pastor, man, who actually voluntarily um, kind of stepped down. And mm-hmm. the way he broke it down was he was like the, resp- he, the he didn't really say that he got tired of the responsibility, but he said that he got tired of carrying that weight right on his shoulders to the point to yep. where he couldn't really be normal he had to always you know be careful about what he say or or, or you know be careful mm-hmm. the way he move or you know it, he was yeah. just like he just kind of got not burnt out with it but at the same time but burnt I, out with it. Yeah. I, I felt yeah. i felt when he said that and to say that really like it ties into what we're talking about right now like how do you feel about it being in a position that you are because i know you have to be cautious with everything and if you got management or if you got other people tied in um um as far as staff and stuff like that like how is it how is it for you in this time 2019 going into 20 2020 how is it for you yeah see 2018 2019 when everything really started to jump off even tw- into 2017, the shows that I, were, I was in, the movies I was doing. Um, but really this year and all the stuff that's going to be coming out in, in 2020, you know, with Bruce Willis from Tyler Perry on BT. Yeah. My Disney movie, my movie with Spike Lee. Um, that's where the masses are going to really get to know Jamie. Uh, but we've kind of been preparing for it. So over the course of the last couple of years, my assistant did be be kind of maybe at the club or whatever, and you know I, I might be a little bit drunk or I like to have some fun. I'm a fun drunk, right? But I might she might she might have peeped that I was getting a little aggressive if some dude was you know kind of trying to talk to one of my my female friends that are in the click at the table or whatever. Some girl was being a little too aggressive, like just grabbing the bottle at the, at the table, and, and and she would have to come over and be like we had like a uh, like a code word, right? And she would just whisper it to me, and and my brain, even if I was a little, if I had a little bit of juice in me, would would, would calm down because we're cognizant of the fact that people are going to be videoing that stuff, exactly. almost even just to harm you potentially in the future. Right? You know, they might not do anything with it now, but they're they're going to hold on to that kind of stuff. It's, it's a stuff that's ten and twenty years old that that's jamming people up now. You know, like look at what happened with Kevin Hart. They, those tweets or whatever forward from like 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so you got to be, we have to be careful with, especially when in public with what I'm behaving because we know that some people are just malicious. Right. And you're a human and, and you're allowed to, you know, things happen. You get mistakes. excited, you get so high. You're allowed to make you're mistakes. Allowed to make you, you, you shouldn't be allowed to make You know what I mean? Like, see, exactly. but, 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 but people do hold you to a certain standard yep. and, and, and yep. in some regards it's just not fair it's, it's not agreed 
we're gonna um we're gonna go to a, a quick commercial break we'll be back it's the vibe show 97.9 with my special guest the one and only jamie calica we be right back it's the vibe show let's get to a little bit of that Special guest, the one and only Jamie Calica. Hey, Jamie, man, Yo. listen, I love K to Ace, man. K to Ace is, uh, <laughs> he's from London, and this guy's music is just amazing, man. I, I love yeah, this I've heard one or two tracks, and I love what I heard, too. Man, this guy's <laughs> crazy. I'm serious, man. So, now, let me ask you this, man. Started your career in dance, um, first before discovering your love for acting let's talk yep. about that um so when when we say dance were you like um performing as a dancer or um backup dancing or what what form of dancing we're talking about i, w- I was up there butt naked with like a chippendale uh, no nah, i'm playing i'm playing <laughs> oh my god hey but you know what though hey look while you playing them chippendales i didn't realize those guys made that much money man bruh they're making bread i just don't have to buy it man i just I, I don't have it man but if i did i would be wrestling i would be i would be doing it all man i'm serious i'd be a wrestler man i'd be a chippendale <laughs> man it's bags to get man <laughs> but no nah, uh you know i started in like taking it like class like hip-hop jazz uh ballet street jazz okay. and then um and then i started doing uh, actually, I went from artist first before getting to like commercials and film and television. I was like a backup dancer for you know various artists, um, you know auditioning out there doing all that we could do. Um, and then I started doing film and television, and um, and then it was actually unfortunately a, tra- a car accident that put an end to my dance. I was hit by a drunk driver. Come on, man. And yeah, I was a passenger, and and this girl, she she almost killed my buddy and I. My my boy was driving. Man. She crossed uh, two or three lanes of traffic and hit us head on. Whoa! 
Well, you know what? Yeah. We got to clap it up because thank God both of you guys are still here, right? Yes. Grace of God, man. Yeah. You still got some yes. things to do out here. God was definitely present on that, and we definitely, definitely thank him for that, man. People got to be careful when they be out there, man, drinking and driving and stuff. Thank God for Ubers and, and um, cabs and you know, it's, 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 it's okay to take those things, you know, and I always, um, I always tell people all the time, you know, when I'm on air and stuff, man, you know, when it's Friday and everybody going out, turning up, I'm not saying don't turn up, but, you know, turn up the safe way, man, put them seatbelts on, you don't have to drink and drive, have a designated driver, it's a whole bunch of different, don't risk your life and everybody else's life, too, by, you know, not being safe, man. Yeah, it's not worth it. There's too many. There's too many ways to get to and from safely, even and for cheap. You know what I mean? Like, there's no reason to be driving drunk. When you go to dinner, you have a glass or two of wine. Fine, everything right. in moderation. But you know, there is some people who drink. They drink in excess, and then they jump jump in the car, and then and then they're killing people's children. You know? Yeah. You know what? Too. It it would be. I, I think that. Um. And it's really no excuse for it. But you know, certain people they 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 utilize um those different vices or whatever to drown away or or escape pain in some type of way yeah you know what i mean and it's it's really a sad yeah. thing um and and i i hate hate for anybody to have to to go through those type of experiences but it is life and and life yeah, yeah. if you don't have a hold of it life can you know derail you in those in those directions or whatever and depression is a real thing man it's really a disease yeah no i agree so okay so that hindered the dancing the dancing the dance, yeah okay okay so after that let's let's pick so up at that point you know i went back i had a i had like a semester left in my schooling because i was going to school at the same time for my first degree okay and i was studying criminology and um, and I had to take about a year off because I was doing physio and kinesiology four hours a day, five days a week. Um, it was rough. You know, I couldn't drive for a year and the post-traumatic stress, I had to go see a shrink and stuff like oh that. Oh, my God. Yeah, so once, once, I was able, once I was physically able to go back, I went back to finish the schooling. And then I, I switched focus to at that point and uh, I got into business started this little company that was buying and selling real estate, renting my real estate. And then um, did that for a number of years. And one day I woke up and I was like, yo, I want to act. Whoa, wait a minute. Just like that? Yeah. Was it, any, like was it any influences or anything or anything that you you might have saw? Like, you know, yo, I can do that. Nah, you know, I, the way I describe it is Macaulay Culkin and like Home Alone when you popped up out of bed and you like literally possible to bed and look straight. Yeah. I pop up out of bed this one morning, six o'clock in the morning. I'm looking in the mirror and I said, today's the day. I just felt like I just knew it. I didn't go to bed thinking about it. I just woke up and was like, today's the day. That's crazy. And I called my realtor. Yeah, it's crazy. It's really crazy. Called my realtor when I got to the office, my office. <clears throat> and um, and I said, hey, Ron, I want to I want to sell it all. And he laughed. He was like, ah, very funny. What are we going to buy? You want to buy an apartment building? Because at that point, I owned four stores, like convenience stores. Um, I owned uh, 10 pieces of real estate. Wow. So, you know, what, what do you mean sell it off? We, we've been buying real estate from the day I turned 19. Um, so he's like, oh, what do you want to buy? I'm like, no, nah, I'm serious. Oh, I want to sell it all. He goes, all right, well, do you mind if I ask why? Right. And I say, yeah, I want, I want to be an actor. And 
Bro, I wish I could have seen the face, though. The facial expression. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> so he's laughing again. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, no, Ron, I'm serious, man. I want to act. So he says, all right, well, um, let me get the paperwork together. It'll give me a couple of days. It took us a year to sell everything. And on October 9th, 2012, my last store was sold. And then um, I took a couple trips. I went to Trinidad like the next day. It had been such a stressful transition. Right. Um, when I got back, I actually actually functioned and I booked a trip with my mom and I, and I surprised her and took her to Hawaii for her birthday. Oh, that's dope. Yep, it was really nice. Just her and I for eight days. And then my ex-girlfriend at the time, she danced from Moulin Rouge. She was dancing in Paris. So I went out to Paris for like three weeks. And then January 16th, 2013 is when I got back and was day one of me pursuing the back thing. Wow. So let me ask you this. Yeah. Um, is, how's the ex feeling now? I, I mean, I don't know. Is, we parted on, we parted on, on good times. So okay. she's, yeah, so she's happy for me and I'm happy for her success too. There's an ex after her that I know is mad salty. Oh, man. Hey, but yeah. you had your shot. You had your shot, okay? That, you that you didn't did. see the vision. You didn't see the vision. Nope. And, 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 and so now you just got to sit back and watch it now. You got to watch it. Yeah. Excel and, and blow up because 2020 about to be crazy. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> we already claimed that already. So, okay, so, man, that's crazy. So, okay, so you got back, pursued acting. Um, now, were there classes involved, uh, or did you have to do research, um, or you just kind of, like, dove in? Did you have resources? I mean, how did how did that work out to get actually in the there, there, Yeah, there, I had a couple of buddies that were acting. So, I, I, you know, I hit them just to say, you know, who, who, who do I train with? Where do I go? Where do I start? Uh-huh. Um, so they gave me the name, a couple of names of their acting coaches. And um, at the time, the person that I trained with, his name is Andrew McElroy, he wasn't taking new actors. Like, he was only working with people that have already been acting for a few years. Right. But um, my buddy kind of vouched for me, and um, and he took me into a class. He took me into a more advanced class than I should have been in um, on, on my boy's word that I had something special. Wow. And, uh, and then I trained, with, I trained with him for about a year and a half. And then, um, and then I started training with someone else. Actually, his name's Jeb B. So I got to shout my guy Jeb out because to this day he's my he's my acting coach. If I, you know, when I book the big jobs, I go to Jeb and we work it out. Wow, let's shout him out, man! Shout him out. Yeah, Jeb Beach. You know, he's the one. JebBeach.com for those that you know want a dope acting coach in school. Hit up my guy Jeb Beach. Um, so I continued training, and when I did that, I was doing background work. I would, uh, I'd be bartending, um, you know, things I'd never done before, but you know, you, you don't want to be living at your savings. You want to be paying your bills. Right. Uh, and it was cool because I got this opportunity to start hosting these, like a party at a club and uh, it, and it popped off and they offered me a regular, a regular night. And then I parlayed that into a booming promotion business on Fridays and Saturdays and for special one-offs. And that was incredible because I was able to make a, Good living on working Friday and Saturday night, which enabled me to just focus on my acting Monday to Friday, you know, and without any sort of hindrance from a, a day job. 
man, how crazy! And that was a, that was a huge yeah, that was a huge blessing that God sent that my way because that's really what helped me get to where I'm at today. Because a lot of people have to have a day job or you know yeah. they don't have the flexibility that yeah. I had, and it, and it takes longer. Right, right. It definitely it definitely does, man. That is that's a crazy story, right? And yeah. and inspiring at the same time because it's like. You know, thank God for having uh, friends and, and, and resources, man. That stuff really helped because a lot of people don't have anything, anything right. but a vision. Yep. You know what I mean? So that's yep. good that, that you know, you really took advantage of having those resources, having those friends, because it, it really, it really, really does help, man. And, and it's hard for people who don't have any resources know anybody in the business because you know the business yeah. the business can be really 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 mean to you oh definitely and that's why people hit me on instagram or twitter or wherever and they say hey i'm an aspiring actor musician or artist whatever you know i just don't know where to start can you help me because i i respond to every single one of those dms all of those because you know while my help was limited i did have a little bit of guidance from the beginning of it and it was and it enabled me to get into a class um, where I might not have even known where to start with regards to picking a school. Right. So anytime people hit me, I, you know, I, I might tell them, listen, I don't know the Pennsylvania market, but if ever you find your way to New York or, or Toronto or LA or Vancouver, I can help you. Or here are some online, you know, websites and some online tools that might be able to direct you to the acting schools in your area. You know, here's the union. Like you've never been in the business. How do you know that the union's, you know, sag after. I can say, hey, go to this website. Mm-hmm. It's going to show you a lot. So I try to I try to respond to all those to help people out because it's the difference between them like pursuing their dreams sometimes and not. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Shout out to Jamie for being a real one. Yeah, hey. that's how we connect with. It's the vibe, baby. It's the vibe show ninety seven point nine with my special guest Jamie Calica. We're gonna go to a music break. We be right back. Let's get into a little bit of that young D. Y'all make sure y'all keep it locked. It's the Vibe Show 97.9. Y'all let me know if y'all feeling this joint, man. New joint by Young D. All the way from Louisiana. I feel like a new beginner. Fresh and new. Y'all know I get the exclusives. Yeah, man. Been a little nigga since back then Before everybody started rapping All these people wanna talk about the girls that they got when they pop Man, them niggas start to cap Lackin', never been actin' Who gives a fuck, remember how they brag I don't really care, man, what they gon' do The they don't send a chance when I'm in my bag Flow big, crazy Stepped up, but I been away That's word to them niggas that talk about D Like how my name is, no step Let's get to the dope Manifest all of this shit I've been working, ain't no calling it sick She be saying she want all of this dick I'm kidding, can you I'm loving the thick I'm out in the spiritual But I need a miracle it's hard when you lyrical I swear they don't get it though But it was written in red With God like this Got the juice in the back I just came through and I wrote me a pack It's all up the dome I'm fitting this chrome But every the soul I'm always intact Woo like you no gassing me up But all these niggas Start to pass me up But I keep the numbers in my sleep I can black on any beat And nobody can play to me drop You know just how I do it baby no I'm about to do it crazy Cause when I catch my soul They know that I'm putting on And the way we go This your song Just close your eyes and get gone And the way we go This show Tell them 
Radio 97.9. We back. We vibing out. That was that young D all the way from Louisiana. Back with my special guest, the one and only Jamie Calica. We just vibing out right now, man. If y'all tuning in, it's going down. Jane. Yo. That's my guy right there, y'all. That's my guy. We vibing out. Six years in the business. Let's talk about it, man. You have been doing some amazing things and since then have accomplished being award, being on award-winning TV shows and feature films. What does that feel like, man, to actually be in the business now, um, doing a lot of amazing things, connecting with a lot of different amazing people, and receiving all of these different accolades, man, along the way? What does that feel oh. like? It's amazing because you, you know, you start off and you envision the finish line. Right. You know, and I used to run track. So, like, you, you work on the technical stuff, the mechanics to get you to the finish line as quickly as possible. And in this business, it's, it's, it's similar in the sense that you think about what it's going to be like when you're a lead on a movie or when you're a series regular on a show or, you know, or you're earning a certain amount of money, whatever that may be. For some person, it might be, ten thousand dollars a month for others it's a hundred whatever your goals are your goals right but you never really know what the journey is going to look like it's impossible to know absolutely so when i when i look back now and i look at the journey itself it's beautiful man like even at the lowest moment i can appreciate those because it makes the it makes the peaks like that much sweeter wow you know, and yeah. some of the some of the people that I've worked with thus far, like I just did this movie, Merry Little Christmas with Kelly Rowling, and she's like one of the sweetest people ever, super talented, and just being on set with her every day was was crazy. Right, right. It was it was crazy, and you know, there's so many from cast and crew, so many really renowned people that I've been blessed to work with in such a short period of time. It's just. And you get you get that opportunity to build those relationships too. Definitely, like I, I, my, one of my favorite directors, his name is Michael Scott, and um, I've worked with him on one, two, three, one, we've done three, three or four movies together, and I look forward to working with him. Another one, Michael J. Roll, we've done, we did a bunch of, we did three movies together. So when I see, you know, a breakdown come from my agent or my manager and it has one of their names as the director. Right. Oh, I'm, I'm extra pumped because I'm like, yo, let's go. Let's do another one together. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a relationship game, really. Hey, you know what? And, and what, I, what I've learned um, since, you know, being in this business, man, that's really like one of the most important things is the relationships. That's almost more valuable than the money. Because knowing, knowing somebody could open up a door that you possibly could never open up just by them knowing that source or that connect and just walk you in the door. Definitely. Or introduce you, make that introduction. That's valuable. Yeah. And that's why it's so good to make good relationships and not forget the bridge. Definitely. And I've had people, I've had like, you know, producers, that like the high ups that say, you know, we would rather work with someone that is may not be as known, but we like being around every day, right? Than like some celebrity that we can't stand spending 12, 13 hours a day with on set. Wow, that's deep. Because that's you know what? That's never less than twelve hours. Like 
and if you're the associate producer, you know, the on-set producer, and you got to be around this person every day, all day, for however long, months. Right. Sometimes they're like, nah, I'll take a, I'll take someone that's on their come up that I like rather <laughs> <laughs> than, than this yeah. other person. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's the Vibe Show, man. This is the shout-out hour, man. We're going to show some love to all of your connections, all of your staff, family, friends. Right now, man, is the opportunity to shout all those people out. Um, please get everybody in that you could get in. If not, do a I got, all right. I, 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 I got to start with my Ma Dukes. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, I got to start with my Ma Dukes. You know what I mean? She supported me no matter what I ever decided um, in my whole life. As she said, just make sure that you go at it with 100%, and, out, and that's that, and I'll support you. Got to shout out my first. My agent, uh, Jason Angry over at Principal's Talent, uh, Sarah Parker, and the whole team of principals. Shout out to them. They're my only agency ever. You know what I mean? They've been with me from the beginning and will be with me for the end. That's big. All my, my whole team at Link, my managers in LA, you know, Andy, <laughs> Eric, and Dan. Um, Tiara was on the team. Everybody over at Link, thank you. Um, Argentina and, and Van, she, you know, she helps run all my auditions with me, whether I, I might, she might be in Vancouver and I'd be in LA or in Atlanta. And she'll run it on the phone with me. Um, I got to shout Argentina out for, for always being there to help me. Absolutely. And then every, all my, everybody that watches the stuff, you know what I mean? Everybody that hits a like or double taps and comments on social media, watches everything that I'm in, I, I love it and I appreciate you guys a lot. Definitely that. Definitely that, man. You're getting a lot, a lot of love, man. A lot of people on the live showing love right now. Um, let's put oh, those you. social media uh, platforms out there in ways that people can connect with you as well. Yeah, please. Yeah, so everything from Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everything's at Jamie Calica. J-A-I-M-E-C-A-L-L-I-C-A. And one more time for the people that's sleeping under a rock right now. <laughs> at Jamie Calica coming to get at me get your boy get your Canadian boy he's gonna respond you know we're making I say this we're making social media social again right right you know there's a period they were like people, celebrities can't even can't even like someone's comment or you know let alone respond I'm like nah we're, I'm gonna make social media social again if you hit me I'm gonna get back at you don't worry it may take a couple days here and there cause I'm busy but I got you y'all heard it right there he's not bougie at all he's showing nothing but love so y'all make sure y'all go over there and y'all follow him, man. He's going to show love. You comment, he's commenting back. He's one of a few showing love, man. So y'all make sure that y'all rock with him, man, definitely, because he's definitely one of the real ones, man. We we definitely need, we need more of my here. I appreciate that myself. Wow, now let's talk Thank about... Thank you. And um, yo, make sure y'all tune in to Rufus. I got I to plug Rufus. Rufus on BT coming out 20 and 20. You beat me to it. I was just about to say that. I had just about to ask you ah, about the Tyler Perry Roofless premiere yeah. 2020, yeah. baby. It's going down. Yeah, we got to clap it up for that, man. I'm telling you, yeah. big things popping off. If you ain't know, all of the X's, big things popping off in 2020. It's too late. You should have already made amends. It's too late. 2020 is going down. You just got to get your ticket, sit back, and watch the show because it's going down without you. Man, yes, sir. So proud, man. So proud you out here Thank making you. some big, big moves. Shout out to uh, Tyler Perry, too, man. We got to definitely yes, shout out to Mr. P. Dog. Mr. P, we got to shout out TP. 
for showing so many Everybody over there, so everybody, you know, from Michelle's, Michelle Sneed, Mr. Mark Swinton, I got to shout that whole team out because, yeah. you know, they were integral in making my dreams come true yeah. and picking me to play Brian Rollins on Rufus. So thank you, everybody over at TPS. Let's talk about Brian Rollins. Can we can we talk about the character just for a little bit? Like, what what is he like? Yeah, we can talk about him a little bit. What's he like? You know, he he's like the quintessential nice guy. He works hard. He loves his wife. Um, he loves his country. And um, and basically, he, you know, he, he the, the head of the FBI comes to Brian and says, you know, one of our guys is undercover. We need you to go undercover and and, and see what's going on. Mm. And uh, and he does so. He goes into a small town, which creates this conflict with his wife because she doesn't want to move, you know, four hours away. And uh, but it's like, listen, honey, I love you, but this is my job, and I got to do this. Got to make sure our guy that's undercover is okay. Right. And then um, and then this conflict, obviously, uh, when he's undercover, this conflict between his wife and you're gonna. I can't really speak to that too much without spoiling. Yeah, it. we don't want to get him too much. Nah, but it's the layers, the multiple layers to this guy and the show itself. People are gonna love. I already know it already, man. Anything, anything Tyler Perry involved with is definitely gonna be a masterpiece. Ruthless oh, premieres twenty twenty. Do we got a uh, exact date on that? Or uh, we don't have an exact date just yet. But but what I do know, I'll let you know. Um, so even if it's another show and you feel like you know plugging that for me. I'll let you know for sure. Yeah, absolutely, man. You you definitely coming back on your your family now. So you coming back on here when we get close to um getting ready to to drop that when it's getting ready to drop. Let's come back and do a big uh big big premiere on it. Let's promote it. Let's talk about it. And, yeah, I um, love that. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely plug that. So don't, don't definitely worry about that. We gotta just stay connected on that. Keep me in a loop on that. And we'll promote it. And Most definitely put that out there. Now, one of the things um before we get out of here um. One of your goals, I, I, I love this quote, um, you said, one of your goals you feel you were put on this earth to do is to entertain and inspire. With that being yeah. said, that, that right there really touched me. That really touched me. Um, now, with that being said, can you leave all of the people that looking for inspiration, looking for some uplift, trying to follow your footsteps with being an actor um need some encouragement may be discouraged in any type of way or feel like giving up can you give them some nuggets man before we get up out of here yeah i hope so uh you know i like to use my own experiences if anybody's been on one on my page let's use instagram you can see that i talk about a lot of the things that um, went wrong. Uh, I, I'm not a Tony Robbins type speaker. I'm not a pastor, you know, that's quoting scripture. But I always knew that my experiences, because there, there's so many and they're so they're so different from each other, could, people are going to experience some of the things that I went through, whether it's a bad breakup or right. getting fired from their job, being broke, not even being broke, but owing. You know, I loaned this dude uh, 70 grand and then he, and then he screwed me for the money wow. and it really hurt me financially. Right. And I speak to the fact that at one point I not only had no money, I owed hundreds of thousands of dollars and I couldn't even afford to get a car. Wow. So when I talk about me, say, and at this point in pushing what I'm pushing, 
it's never in a braggy capacity. It's so that I can tell people, yo, if you put your mind to a focused dig in, you can do it too. You can get out of the hole too. Let me, let my experiences be your hard lessons. Absolutely. I don't want anybody that, none of my friends and family should have to learn no hard lessons. And now I extended that to the world because of social media. Right. So if my, if my experience can show that anything is possible, then perfect. Use it. Cause I always say if any one person's done it, other than define like the laws of gravity, like you, you can't just jump out of a balcony and fly. <laughs> right. But if there was an amazing basketball player, there's going to be another one. And maybe it's you. Right. And there's a Morgan Freeman and Denzel Washington. Then maybe the next great is you. And there was a Stephen Hawking scientist. Maybe the next one is you. Mm. And a lot of times people think that the, the dream that they have in their mind is too big. I would say as long as it's not defined the laws of gravity, it's possible. And let me be your, let me be your living proof of that. Because I had not, I owed and had nothing. You know what I mean? I didn't come from means. My mom raised me single mom by herself. I never went without, but I, I wasn't born with like a gold spoon in my mouth. Right, right. And I just worked hard. And I wanted it more than everybody else. And, and now, and I play a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, you can look at that and say, yo, if Jamie did it, man, I could do it. <sighs> you heard it right there. So much inspiration, man. So much uplift. James, I just I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for me and the Vibe team again, man, for for blessing the platform today, man. Blessing it. I really, really enjoyed you, man. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely, man. You coming back. He's coming back, y'all. Don't worry about it. He's definitely coming back. I'll yes. come back real soon. Yeah, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Make sure. Let's put those uh, social platforms out there for the late people and yeah. the, the ones sleeping under a rock, man. I'm telling you, they under there. <laughs> <laughs> at Jamie Calica, at J-A-I-M-E-C-A-L-L-I-C-A. That's Instagram, that's Twitter, and that's Facebook. Get at me. Y'all make sure y'all um, also be on the lookout for that Ruthless coming up in 2020 with my boy, Jamie Calica. It's going down. We are definitely looking forward to that, man. Again, I love you, my brother. We wishing you more blessings you, and sir. more success with everything and that you. you think of, touch, and involved in, man. We want it to be blessed. Thank you. It's the one and only Jamie Calica. It's the Vibe Show 97.9. We love you, Jamie. Love you back, Jack. <laughs> Swell, man. This shit feel like. Y'all already know what time it is, man. It's the vibe shout out hour. I'm about to shout out everybody that jumped on the live and showed love. All my real ones all the time. Let me pull this thing up and get set up, man. All right, let me scroll all the way back up to the top, man. We showing nothing but love. It's the vibe show. Y'all already know how we do it. <laughs> 